Hey, you guys. What's going on? Welcome to The Camera at 10 Pounds. That's right. I'm your host, Peter Sears. What's up? And before we start, as always, got to let you guys know this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Performa.com. Performa. It's Christmas time. It's probably too late to order anything, but maybe you never know. Uh, Performa has all of your fitness accessory needs. So if you have a fitness lover like me in your life, or if I'm the fitness lover that you have in your life, you can go to Performa.com. They have shaker cups. They have meal prep bags, meal prep containers, pill containers. They have wrist straps, wrist straps. They have the best workout towels. They have clothes. You can even get some of their merchandise personalized with your business name. Go to Performa.com. Enter the promo code 10 pounds. The word 10, the word pound, you will save 15% off your order. And as, also, as always, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. Bucked Up. That's the only supplements I take, you guys. I'm 43 years old. I'm in pretty good shape. I just fucking ran a marathon, and all of the supplements I take are made by Bucked Up. Whether you're looking for some energy for your workout, whether you're looking to gain some muscle, lose fat, or just maintain overall health, they have the supplement that you need. Go to buckedup.com, enter promo code 10 pounds. That's the number 10 in the word pounds. You will save 20% off your order. Tell them I sent you, and let's go. Are you ready? Because I am. What? I tell you what, you guys. This song is fucking older than me. 45 years old. When did Rocky come out? 77? And this song still gets me fucking pumped, dude. This and Eye of the Tiger. And, uh, come on. I mean, right? You can't fucking hear this and not be like, yo, I'm about to fuck some shit up right now, right? Plus, this is like my high school theme song, and, you know, I still have a, a soft spot in my heart for this song. Fuck yeah. Uh, What? Why am I playing? Why am I playing these songs? Why am I playing these songs? What? Because these were part of my workout. My uh, my my marathon playlist. I ran a marathon, you guys. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. I finally got fucking <laughs> like I finally. You know what sucks, dude? Uh, I'm just going to talk. It's just me because I just got too much shit going on. And I want to talk about this fucking marathon, dude. So as you guys may or may not know, um, I <laughs> actually, you probably don't know this part of it. But originally, uh, you know, so I ran the L.A. Marathon last, what, November? And then after that, it kind of, uh, the timeline on it kind of bled right into when I would have ran the LA Marathon in March, um, and I was like, okay, well, I'll just yeah, train and do the one in March again, you know, but I got hurt right, uh, you know, a few weeks before, and I was just like, uh, and then I was like, you know, I'm going to run the San Diego Marathon in June, and then I fucking was training for that, and then uh, I just decided that, you know what, man, I just, <laughs> marathons are not cheap, by the way. Like, most of the marathon entry fees are, like, $180. I saw one I was going to run, because I just ran this marathon this past weekend. I was going to run a marathon, the, the Big Sur Marathon, which is supposed to be, like, one of the most beautiful, like, courses. You're running along the coast, and there's cliffs. And I've never actually been to Big Sur, but I heard it's beautiful. 
but um, it's like two hundred and sixty-five dollars, dude. Like, what to run? You should be paying me to run twenty-six point two fucking miles, dude. You know what I mean? But anyway, so uh, marathons are expensive, and I, I I was like, okay, so for the San Diego one, it was like two hundred dollars. Plus, I would have had to spend another like five hundred some odd dollars to stay there for the weekend and I was just like ugh, like I'm trying to save money and I was trying to do you know my baseball tour and I was just like I could use that $700 for you know some more stuff so I didn't do it I just ran a fucking marathon like an unofficial mar- like I ran the 26.2 miles because I had been training for it anyway but then I was like no I'm going to run another real marathon because it was a little bit harder to run the marathon by myself um you know, there's something about running like a marathon when you got like people there cheering and, you know, you got like, you know, stations at every mile, you know, for like water and Gatorade and whatever, you know, every marathon's different. But so originally I had put on the calendar that I was going to do uh, the Hawaii marathon, which uh, or the Honolulu marathon which is Hawaii, but Honolulu marathon in uh the beginning of December, December 4th, I believe, was the date. And then I booked myself to do shows there. But the real reason I had booked it was because I was going to go, you know, my ex-girlfriend and I were going to make a trip out of it, go to Hawaii, I'll do shows, we'll be in Hawaii, and then I'll run that fucking marathon and it'll be a nice little trip. Well, we broke up. <laughs> And I didn't want to be like the fucking guy on forgetting Sarah Marshall fucking going to Hawaii and, you know, heaven forbid running into, I mean, I, I, if I would have ran into my ex, that would have just been fucking actually hilarious and also extremely painful. But, um, it's like, that's not going to happen, but I just like, okay, so now I'm like, you know, just doing the math. Like, okay, I'm going to spend you know, $1,200 on a hotel, another, you know, $500 on a flight. So basically to run this marathon, I'm going to spend, you know, close to two grand plus like, you know, obviously got to get food and everything and get around when I go there. Um, and then, you know, make what, you know, $400 doing my shows there or whatever. And I was just like, uh, I don't really need to spend $1,600 to go to Hawaii and be there by myself. It's just not something that I want to do. I do a lot of stuff by myself. I don't mind doing stuff by myself, but under the circumstances, you know, on a trip that I was supposed to take with my ex, I'm just like, yeah. So then I penciled in a marathon the following weekend in Sacramento, uh, and that's what I was, I was supposed to run last weekend, um, and then... <laughs> I went to sign up, and they were fucking sold out, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? They were sold out. I didn't know marathons sold out. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. But apparently, the course is, like, one of the fastest courses, like, that there is or something. So a lot of people run it so that they can qualify for the Boston Marathon because you have to qualify for Boston. You have to do – it's based on your age group. There are certain times that you have to do. Like, I think for my age group – I have to break like three hours and 10 minutes, which is not going to, I mean, I can't say that it's not going to happen, but it's going to be a while before that fucking happens, dude, you know? So anyway, so now I'm like, well, fuck, dude, I've been training. I got my, I got my miles in, like I'm ready. I need to fucking find a marathon. So I go on the website, you know, and try to find marathons in LA or not in LA, but like closer, just wherever, try to find where I could find a marathon, you know? And 
I found one uh, up near Vegas in uh, Boulder City, which is like where the Hoover Dam is. And I'm like, fuck it, dude. I'm going to fucking do it. So, like, I checked the website. And, the, you know, the website, you're just talking about the course and everything. And, like, I'm just ready to do it. I just want to, like, like I said, I've been training for months. Like, I, I, I basically, I've been in marathon training mode since I was in Oklahoma. Like, at some point when I was in Oklahoma, like, right around when, uh, actually, no, I was already training because... Before COVID happened, I was going to run a half marathon in L.A. There was, like, going to be the Nike half marathon. That was supposed to be, like, in April. And obviously, they, you know, they canceled it because of COVID and whatever. And so I had already kind of got my miles up to do that. And then when I was in Oklahoma, I kind of just kind of started staying around, like, 10 miles, 11 miles on, like, long, long run days. And, you know, I told you guys, you know, months ago, a year ago or so. But, like, you know, my whole thing was, like, okay, well... You know, LA Marathon's going to be in March 2021. Things will be back open. COVID will be over. You know, so I started training for that. And then they pushed it back to May of 2021. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll be back in LA back in time for my birthday. And they fucking pushed it back to November of 2021. So it was like, I just kept training for a marathon and like all right take my miles way up and then i'd bring them down a little bit and then go back up and back up and so i've literally been in marathon training mode for like two years you know and you know i ran like i said i ran the la in november of last year and then i ran just my own made up marathon in june of this year but i wanted to run another like official one so i'm like fuck it dude i signed up and on the website you know it talks about how you know, you have a view of, of Lake Mead and the, you, you run, you can kind of see the Hoover Dam when you're running. You can, And by the way, you were able to see the Hoover Dam for like all of like five seconds as you made this turn on the fucking marathon, dude. Unless you like stopped and looked at it. But like if you're running like you, it was literally like four seconds. But um, so on the website, it says uh, that there's like an actually I'm going to read what the fucking website says because it was not as advertised <laughs> at all i'm gonna find it right now jamie look that up for me <laughs> hoover damn marathon let's go here we go okay are you ready so i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna fucking i'm gonna read it this course is just stunning in more ways than one. Start your race at Lake Meads Boulder Beach, which we did. Um, the first quarter mile is a steady gradual uphill along a wide roadway, giving plenty of room for runners to find their position among the field before making a left-hand turn onto the Paved River Mountains Loop Trail. This section of the River Mountains Loop Trail is impeccably paved and about 12 feet wide, running parallel to Lakeshore Drive, which is true. The course is undulating through the spectacular Mojave Desert and joins up with the historic railroad tunnel trail just before mile three. So, yeah, we ran through some some tunnels uh, that are in the mountains when we were running. This section of the trail is breathtaking. It was very pretty. You'll traverse a hard-packed dirt trail leading you through several old railroad tunnels that were used in the 1930s to transport supplies. So, this is the first hard-packed dirt. No, dude. We were running through fucking rocks, okay? 
it was rocks. It, we, it was a trail fucking course after a certain point. After passing through the last tunnel, your next mile is through an area which is home to power plants. And yeah, we ran. This is just a prelude to the money shot. You'll zigzag your way. Yes. The, you'll zigzag your way down six switchbacks. Yeah, we went fucking straight down. Delivering you onto the upper parking garage at Hoover Dam, you will run a counterclockwise loop along the edge for a great view of the awe-inspiring Hoover Dam. Like I said, four seconds. No need to break stride. You get a great view as you run along the course, too. Bull fucking shit. Now with the dam behind you, the marathon and half-marathoners retrace their step. Back up the switchback. Yeah, you had to fucking go back up these fucking... Like, it was such a steep decline and incline like your legs are just on fucking fire and you're already running a fucking marathon marathoners make two loops of the above packed dirt trail accounts for roughly 14 miles of the full marathon no dude (laughs) it's not packed dirt dude we're running through fucking rocks okay rocks and the fucking thing ended up being like uh, 1,500 feet incline that we had to repeat. So basically, you're 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 running at a 3,000 feet incline total, and it was fucking. I was so like I was killing it the first the first half the first 13.1 dude. I was fucking killing it. I was on pace not only to shatter my personal record. But also uh, potentially break the four-hour mark, which is what I've always wanted to do when running a marathon. Like, if I could break four, this is crazy. The people that win the marathons, like, people are breaking two hours now, which is just absolutely fucking bananas to think that they're averaging less than five-minute miles for 26.2 miles. But I was flying for me, and that's all that matters, like... You know, marathon running is just about the mental toughness, like psyching yourself out mentally, pushing your limits. Because after a certain point, you know, your body is just, you know, you're cramping, you've got knee pain, your back. I mean, like I was feeling pain. I felt good for the first probably like 17 miles or so because i remember like you know like i said hitting the halfway point and i was like oh i'm fucking cruising dude like this is gonna be easy not easy but like you know like i'm gonna fly through this and then like i said 15 16 i was like okay and then 17 i remember like fuck yeah dude i have single digit miles left like we're fucking golden and then things started to fucking take a turn (laughs) And uh, I was just like, oh, my God, dude. Like, but the thing is, it's like, that's the thing. That's what that's what a marathon is all about, is just testing your mental will and testing, you know, what you're capable of and, you know, psyching yourself out. And, you know, there's so many parallels with that and, you know, like dealing with comedy, like and. And all the rejection and, you know, the the people that look you in the face and tell you they're going to book you again and then they don't. And the people that you think are your friends and then they kind of stop fucking with you because you don't have any more shows that you can put them on. Or, you know, they're, they're, they're on kissing the next person's ass now because they're more famous or, 
you know, like, there's just so many different things that, like, mentally fuck with you. And running a marathon is, it, it, it kind of, like, I, I feel right now that I'm fucking invincible. Like, that's what going through this training and seeing it through. And even though, you know, the course was so, the course is so hard, you guys. I, I honestly, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run some more marathons in 2023. This ain't going to be fucking one of them, dude. On top of that, it was 30 degrees at race time. 30 degrees. So I had to figure out what I was going to wear. You know, do, oh, obviously I want to be warm, but I don't want to have so many layers of clothing on that, like, it slows me down and weighs me down because that's a factor, too. You know, the more you weigh, the harder it is to, to, to run, you know. And so I kind of had the plan of, you know, because I knew that we were basically doing two laps of the course. So you're just you're just running around the course twice. So I knew that at the halfway point, if I was warmer, I could take off some of my layers, you know, which I ended up doing. I ended up taking off uh, my hoodie, which sucks because I lost my fucking beats. So I have a pair of uh, Apple. uh, What do you call them? Uh, AirPods. And then I also have a pair of Beats. And the Apple AirPods, for whatever reason, I, and there's something wrong with them, I guess, but the battery on the AirPods dies. Like, they're supposed to last like six to eight hours, I think, but my battery starts to die like around four. So I also have a pair of like wireless like ear, Beats earbuds, but the problem with those is they don't sound as good as the i the the the, the, the I, Apple AirPods, which doesn't make any sense because Beats is supposed to be like the fucking brand, you know, it's all about Beats. But when Apple bought Beats, they're like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna buy the technology and we're gonna put the technology into our AirPods and then let you guys have like the leftover shit. The ear the Beats earpods do not sound good anymore. Now, the over-ear headphones, I'm sure they're probably good because I used to have a pair of those. But you can't wear a fucking over-ear when you're running. Your neck will fucking be... Like I was, my neck was so stiff, dude. So, anyway, um, I, I because of the course and the switchbacks and the dirt and just all the inclines and everything that the course ended up being, it was very hard. And uh, I, I, I unfortunately didn't... Uh, didn't beat my personal record, which I was kind of bummed about. Cause I wanted to beat my PR. That's a, that's the thing, dude. It's like, like I'm not racing to win. I'm racing because I'm a fucking machine, and I want to prove to people that I can fucking do anything. And you know what I noticed? People don't really give a shit. <laughs> this fucking piss. This, and this is just me being petty, but like, I posted, you know. On Saturday, fucking ran a marathon, blah, 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 you know, picture with my medal and everything. You know, I got like, I don't know, 35 likes or something and a few comments. I'm Hold on. I'm going to look at it right now. I'm going to tell you exactly what I got. Almost there. Oh, I lied. 27 likes and 7 comments. Okay, 27 likes 
and seven comments. Why is that important? Well, because one of my other friends posted something about their kid being sick. And they got 31 likes and 22 comments. Because their kid's sick. Kids get sick, dude. Kids get sick. Fucking everyone gets sick. It's literally part of life. Not everybody does fucking marathons. I don't understand... And this is what's always bothered me about fucking Facebook, dude. Facebook is all people with wives and husbands and kids posting pictures of their wives and everyone else with wives and husbands and kids. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah, good for you. But if you post some bomb-ass fucking shit, dude, no one gives a shit. Why? I don't know. Maybe people don't like me. I don't know. I don't fucking care. Maybe people don't like me because I do fucking cool shit. I don't know, dude. All I know is that it's like, dude, I ran a fucking marathon. How many people do you know that have run a marathon? Okay. How many people do you know that have run multiple marathons? Oh, it's less than that, isn't it? How many people do you know ran multiple marathons in a year? Yeah, the list gets smaller and smaller. But people don't fucking care, dude. Like, I don't get it. And then the same people... You know, I lost 10 pounds. Oh, good for you. Congratulations. Like, they shouldn't have had 10 pounds to lose in the first place. I'm running fucking marathons. I don't understand what I have to do. This is just me venting. But, like, I don't understand what kind of coach. Now, I will say this. Uh, I I was on uh, James Corden this past week. And that got, like, you know, three times the amount of likes and fucking. So, I mean, maybe people just don't like praising stuff that makes them feel less about i don't fucking know dude okay i guess yeah i guess people don't hate me because i did get a lot of likes and comments on the fucking quote yeah so i was on the james corden show late late night with james corden on tuesday yeah we filmed on tuesday and it, it aired on tuesday uh you know nothing huge but like i can say that i was on the late late show with james corden and that's now a credit and hopefully i can use that to get into other uh comedy clubs we'll see you know it would have been better if i got to do stand-up on it but you know because then i could really fucking use leverage our, our friend uh i don't know if you guys remember when i had Catherine blanford on the podcast this summer she had uh she was just a, she had just released her album and then shortly thereafter um she got on jimmy fallon to do stand up and ever since then dude she's been fucking all over like she's fucking killing it dude it's like all you have to do is fucking get on one of those late night shows and you're fucking set so this is kind of on a late night show but I don't know if it's going to help me as much uh, as if I did stand up I mean I know it's not going to but it's still cool like I auditioned I booked it I got paid or I'm going to get paid and it was a little skit, dude. It was so fucking dumb. <laughs> it was so dumb. Um, it was like a dating game, like Tinder. Kind of. So, okay, so this is funny, dude. Okay, this is just between me and you, okay? And whoever else you guys decide to tell. This is the clip that's going to get me. Actually, I'm like, I was going to say, this is the clip that's going to get me canceled. But let's be honest, if I haven't gotten canceled already from some of the shit that I've said on here, this can't do it. So... Uh, between you and me, 
it's not that I'm not attracted to girls my age. Um, I just don't. I just don't know a ton of girls my age that I'm attracted to. Like, I mean, they're they're out there. Like, obviously, like they're out there. I can tell you one thing. There's a comic that is my age, and she looks fucking great. And I mean, I I would never like hit on her or anything because I don't hit on comics. But like, she looks great. So they are out there. But as everyone knows, I tend to date girls that are a little bit younger than me. You know. And so, um, so the premise of the show is like it's supposed to be like a dating game. So, you know, they ask me how old I am. I tell them, and so, you know, I I show up, and they they, they tell me they're gonna they're gonna book me and how it's gonna go down. And so, I show up, and I'm in the lobby at CBS, and I walk in, and all these fucking dudes look way older than me. <laughs> like they look so much fucking older than me and I'm looking around like okay like I know I look good okay I take care of myself I moisturize I exfoliate you know what I mean like I fucking drink plenty of water I eat avocado and and a lot of omega like I have I do all the things that help me have good skin like I've been told that I have good skin okay it's not a surprise but um, I show up and these guys I'm like okay if these guys if we're all the same age number one either I look fucking amazing for my age or number two these guys look like shit okay But then number three, I'm looking at the age of me and all the guys in this fucking waiting area. And now I'm like, fuck, dude, the girl who's like picking us, she's probably older and I'm probably not going to be attracted to her because I'm usually attracted to younger, you know, girls. And so, you know, they, they bring her on. So he does this game where like people, the women that work on his show, like he'll set him up on dates on this doing this little skit right and like i said we're all a- everyone's like actors it's not like they got like real people off of the street you know and so they show this girl and i will say this girl is a beautiful girl she's beautiful she looks great but she also looks like she's probably in her late 40s or early 50s and in my mind i'm like oh, I know she looks good, but she's just not my type, dude. Like, she looks way older than me, and I, I'm not attracted to that. I'm, I'm just not. And all the other dudes, like especially the older dudes, like, oh man, she's fucking hot. Oh man, they are like fucking drooling over this chick, and I'm just like, uh. yeah, dude. Like, I, 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 I recognize that she's very attractive and she's in great shape and you know she's got great all that but i'm just like this is not for me so you know i go up you know they they talk about me james corden says some stuff and then you can watch it it's stupid i'm just i'm telling you about it so you don't have to watch it it's stupid but uh i get i'm the one of the ones that gets picked so there's out of there's like 25 of us or something i don't remember um she can only pick three and then from the final three, then she decides who she's going to go on the date with. So I get picked in the three. 
<laughs> you guys are going to fucking shit if you haven't seen this. So she asked me, uh, what's the most romantic thing I've ever done for a woman? <laughs> and I said, uh, I offered to move to Oklahoma to be with my ex. <laughs> <laughs> which I still think that is a very romantic gesture that I offered to move to Oklahoma when we broke up um, but I don't know under the circumstances if that's what you would say for a date you know for to get a potential date but I was just being honest you know like I gotta be fucking honest and I didn't make the final uh, <laughs> thing. But it was just like funny, dude, because I was like, yeah, that's, I think that's romantic. Because, like, the thing is, is, like, if you watch, if you're watching a movie, right? If you're watching a movie and it's like a romantic comedy and, like, it's the situation that, that, that I'm in and the guy gives everything up to go fucking move to the country to be with this person. Like, that's the happy ending, right? Like, that's the romantic gesture. And, but, yeah, so I do. But it was just funny. And, yeah, like I said, you don't have to watch it. I just rehashed everything for you guys uh, just now. And then I also did, uh, I worked um, as a stand-in this past week also on a TV show called called single drunk female is the name of it and i was just a stand-in which is the easiest fucking job in show business i think um if you don't know what a stand-in is you uh you know when you watch a movie or tv show you see the scene and everything right so in between they have to set up like the lighting and when they're setting up the lighting, they have to have a person. So the star of the show or movie or whatever is in a, their trailer. And then you have to have somebody that's similar to their like height and skin tone and all that stuff. So that when they're adjusting the lighting and everything, it works perfect. Um, so that's what I did and it's the easiest job. <laughs> you just have to, you sit around all day and then they're like, Hey, uh, we need you. And then you go and then they fix lighting for like a few minutes and then you get to go back into the holding area and there's food, lots of food and snacks and soda and coffee. And just like, and I, I sat there all day and just sent email after email after. So I was like working, getting paid. And then also sending emails and being able to get paid that way as well. And it was just like, it's not like, you know, you're not going to, you know, I can't sell tickets to a comedy show by being a stand in. But like for supplemental income, you know, and for the kind of money that I made, I mean, I mean, it made like, what did I make? Like 250 bucks for like an eight hour day, which is not awful. I don't know what that comes out to. Uh, it's not awful, though, but, like, I wouldn't want to do it all the time. But, like, here and there, a couple of days a week or whatever, like, I'm like, yeah, dude, like, fucking sign me up to be a stand-in, you know? Um, so that was fun. Uh, everyone on the everyone that I worked with, all the other stand-ins were really cool. 
Um, and it was just like, fuck, man, like, I'm, I've been pushing, pushing the envelope, like, really try, you know, to, like, push and push. And it's just like, you know, I have, I have nothing, <laughs> like, holding me back not that I ever did but it's just like this is all I got dude like I not that like I was all in before but like now like I I have to be all in because there's literally like nothing to fall back on other than this you know so you know it's cool um I think that I, I really do think that um this marathon training really helps out um with just me and working out too like i mean i talk about it all the time and it sounds cliche i'm sure but it's it's not dude like it, there's really a lot of truth and a lot of parallels in pushing yourself physically and then being able to push yourself past the comfort of you know like i said rejection fucking you know submitting for things and never getting called or whatever and sometimes like it works out dude you know and so just a great week for me to be honest like it's i really needed it um and i got it you know and i gotta still you know we got a couple weeks left of the year um i got some shows like you know that i'm gonna fucking knock out and just try to keep this momentum going into next year and fucking hope that one of these things fucking hits so that you know i can get to my full fucking goal of doing stand-up and you know just fucking having that be my job full time like my only job so anyway um that's me i just wanted to kind of update you guys i don't really i'm not gonna waste any more of your time but i will say you know i've i've uh agreed to run another marathon uh at the end of february i'm going to do the atlanta marathon um the homie uh nick valencia from cnn that you guys uh was on he's on the podcast uh, uh about a, almost a couple years ago now um he's going to be doing with some of the other latino uh media all-stars so there's going to be a few of us i'm going to be doing some shows while i'm out there and i'm going to get to go on the vampire diaries tour what the fuck i know dude i'm so fucking excited like you guys seriously have no fucking idea how excited i am to do the vampire diaries diaries tour in atlanta but on top of that also um i will be in richland washington this weekend uh december 16th and 17th um it's like uh, it's like three hours outside of seattle so i'm actually going to be in seattle on thursday i have a show there um so if you're anywhere in seattle or near richland washington come fucking check it out um i'm really hoping i think i talked about this last time but the last time i was in richland um was a couple years ago and i got to uh there was a kombucha bar and it was so fucking cool dude like yeah like a kombucha bar i think i talked about this last week right i had to have um, but also, uh, they had a really good barbecue place. So I'm hoping that both of those things are still there, hopefully. Um, and then next weekend, the weekend of Christmas, um, Friday night, I'm going to be at the Grand Comedy Club down in Escondido. 
which is Spanish for, um, I actually don't know what that means in Spanish, but um, I'm going to be there Friday the 23rd of December, um, and then Wednesday the 28th, I'm going to be uh, back at George Lopez's uh, Chingon Moss, or whatever the fuck it's called, in uh, Hermosa Beach, and I have some other ones come, but those are like like ones that I would say like would be worth coming to, so um, that's that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we're in the top 100 in a few countries, so that's cool. I'm hoping that in 2023 I can get back into the top um, period in the world, like in my category. That would be my fucking dream, and I think we're gonna make it happen. Um, but if anyone wants to run a marathon, dude, like I said, fucking February 25th, I think is the date that we're doing Atlanta. Um, and I have, I kind of have this lofty goal in mind. I, I'm kind of addicted to it now, dude. I really am. February 26th, but, uh, LA is March 19th. And I think I'm thinking about doing that one. And then Nashville marathon, um, Nashville, hold on, marathon. I think it's April 23rd. Yeah. Uh, April 23rd is what I'm kind of eyeing. I was thinking about doing Oklahoma City, but I, I don't know if I'm ever going to go to Oklahoma City again. <laughs> now that the comedy's club's closed and now that there's really no reason for me to go there. Um, so more than likely, I kind of want to go to Nashville, dude. So my goal since I ran basically three marathons this year is to fucking double that shit and do six next year. So... I don't have them all down, but I'm for sure running Atlanta in February and then most likely Nashville in April. And then maybe I'll find one for June, August, October, and maybe again. Like, I mean, New York would be cool, but it's kind of cold. Like, I don't know. I'll figure it out, but I'm planning on running six marathons. I'm a fucking marathon runner now. I'm going to beat my PR the next time around. I actually feel much better this time around than I did last year, the last couple of times that I ran. So I think my body is really starting to adjust and, you know, accept this new reality that we're just going to fucking run marathons, you know. So hopefully we can just keep it up. And like I said, I want to beat my PR. And then from there, I want to break four. And then if I can break four... You better believe I'm going to start fucking aiming to try to make Boston. But first things first. Um, yeah, so if anyone wants to run in Atlanta or maybe L.A. but and, and Nashville, fucking take a look at them. I can help you guys out. Um, it's all about, like I said, it's all about mental toughness. But it's really, if you want to do it, is all about just getting the training in. It's very time-consuming, but I, 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 I don't love the running. I just like the challenge. That makes I know it's fucking weird, dude. Like I don't love running, but like the challenge of it was like it was challenging, dude. Like you know, I, I mean, I know I said I was gonna leave, but like I was cramping up really bad because of the incline and everything. Like, and it didn't really like. There was a couple times when I felt like my hamstring was gonna fucking pop, my calf was gonna fucking pop, and then like towards the end, like literally, like I'm down to like less than a mile. And my fucking groin and my hip flexor were like, feel like I, I almost like couldn't even move. 
and it was fucking like I was I was like crying cause I was so close but I for like uh, like a minute or so I couldn't fucking move my leg and then I finally got going again and I think I would have beat my record had it not been such a fucked up course but you know I did it man I got another fucking medal and I'm just making the best version of myself you know I'm I'm in a much better place now you know with everything that's happened and whatever like you know it it, it is what it is man but I think uh, I think we'll be okay you know think we'll be okay so i'm gonna keep pushing myself and uh we'll make this shit happen man um anybody wants to come see me come to my shows thank you so much for listening to the camera ads 10 pounds um and i'll see you guys next week bye